Chapter thirty three of the Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred. By Francois Rene de Chateaubriand. Chapter thirty three. De Lille de Salle, Life of a Man of Letters. Paris, June eighteen twenty one. Madame de Farcy had formed an acquaintance, I knew not how with delisle de salle who was formerly confined in vincennes for some philosophical nonsense in those days a man obtained celebrity for scribbling a few lines of prose or contributing a few stanzas to the almanac de muse delisle de salle was a good fellow of talents very decidedly mediocre with a great flow of spirits and one who bore his ears well the old man had a tolerably large library of his own works which he offered for sale to strangers and which no one in paris ever thought of reading every year in the spring he rubbed up his ideas in germany fat and portly he was in the habit of carrying about a roll of dirty paper which was to be seen sticking constantly out of his pocket to this paper he consigned the thoughts of the moment at the corners of the streets on the pedestal of his marble bust he had with his own hand traced an inscription borrowed from the bust of buffon god man nature he has explained all the lille de salle has explained all such specimens of vanity are very amusing but very discouraging who can flatter himself with being a man of true genius may we not all be as long as we exist under illusions similar to those of delisle de salle i would say that many an author who reads his phrase may believe himself to be a writer of genius when he is nothing but an ass if i have dwelt too long on the story of this worthy man of the pavillon of saint lazare it is because he was the first litterateur with whom i met and he introduced me to the society of others the presence of my two sisters rendered my sojourn in paris less insupportable and my inclination for study still more lessened my dislike de l'île de salle seemed to me an eagle at his house i saw Cabon, flan des oliviers who fell in love with madame de farcy she amused herself at his expense he took the matter seriously for he piqued himself on being good company flan introduced me to fontaine his friend who became mine flan being the son of the overseer of the waters and park at Rheim, had received a very desultory education still he was a man of wit and now and then showed talents it was impossible to see an uglier man short and puffy with large projecting eyes bristly hair and foul teeth but notwithstanding all a man of by no means ignoble mien his mode of life a sample of that of almost all men of letters at that period in paris deserves to be related flan occupied chambers in the rue mazarine very near those of la harpe who lodged in the rue guenigaud two savoyards travestied as lackeys in virtue of livery frock-coats waited on him they followed him in the evening and during the morning introduced his visitors at home flan went regularly to the theatre francais which was then at the odeon and especially distinguished for comedy brizard was just then closing his career talma commencing his larry saint fleury mollet d'azincourt dugazon grandmenil mesdames contat saint-val desgarin olivier were all at the height of their reputation and mademoiselle mar the daughter of monvel coming forward to make her debut at the theatre montancier actresses were the patrons of authors and sometimes became the means of their success flan who had only a small allowance from his family lived upon credit on the approach of the parliamentary vacation he pawned the liveries of his savoyards his two watches his rings in linen and with the cash paid what he owed set out for rheims remained there three months returned to paris and with money received from his father redeemed his pleasures from the mont de piete began the circle of life afresh always merry and well received everywhere End of chapter thirty three